This episode of Fermented Adventure the Podcast is sponsored by Brewskits, handcrafted dog treats made from spent beer grains, oats, barley, and rye. No chemical preservatives, a great source of fiber, and packed with protein. Visit brewskits.com to see the full selection of treats for your dog and your cat. Receive 15% off your first order by typing in two important words, Fermented Adventure, at checkout. We're here for another Date Night Chronicle, and I'm Rich Shane. Dawn's here. Hi. Hi, Dawn Ranieri. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's with the sultry voice? What's with the hi? Uh, I think it's just my voice. Okay. Right Is that, now. Are you getting some feedback from some of our podcast listeners that uh, are telling you that they like that that voice of yours? No, I think it's just the way my voice is today. Okay. Is it that, that Delco voice coming out today? Oh my God, please no. Okay. The mayor of, um, what's it, the mayor of Easttown or something? No. Okay. Well, what we have here or what we're doing tonight is we are sampling some of the fine bottles we've got uh, at Grey Wolf Spirits. And that's on the Eastern Shore. They were in St. Michael's, Maryland, and we picked those up when we went out to Lion Distillery. Mm -hmm. They had this great sample pack, which we tried, and then they also have the Solera Rye Whiskey, which we just sampled. And we're going to kind of give our take on that, yes? We sure are. We sure are, after we just sampled them. So let's, (laughs) let's see how all this works out. The first one we did was the vodka. Now, this is a handcrafted single malt vodka. It's 80 proof. What did you get from that? I really enjoyed that one. Um, and you're a vodka gal. You love, yeah, I do, you love I do vodka. like vodka. Um, so for that one, like on the nose, I got vanilla and, you know, a little bit of ethanol, but the vanilla really stood out for me. And then on the taste, you know, I have question marks here, but I, I kept on, th- and it's weird because it's a vodka, but I kept on tasting like molasses or brown sugar, but it really, to me, it really tasted like molasses. I really enjoyed that one. I love the flavor. Yeah, the vodka was really good. And that was the first one we started with. On that, I got these sweet, grassy, I got the ethanol as well, um, and I, I got this vanilla on the nose. And then the taste, I got caramel, I got cut grass, bubblegum. Tonight, wow. the theme seemed to come off as licorice because I got licorice or I felt, I tasted licorice in just about everything that we had with them. It must be just my hmm. taste buds seeking licorice or something. Um, toasted marshmallow and pepper. So that's what I got from their vodka. On their, on their website, they talk it's lone vodka, and they kind of work with this wolf theme. So the lone, um, the lone, vod- the lone vodka, 100%, 100% or locally grown malted barley. It's a 16-plate column distillation uh, with an active carbon charcoal filter. Now, what I love about this is um, they talk about it's, it's locally grown malted barley, and it is gluten-free. And I think based on what they want you to know, it's exceptional alone or delectable in cocktails. So I could see doing both with this, yeah, right? definitely. So that was really nice. I mean, this was like the opening credits or the 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 uh, the first the, the appetizer of what they were offering, and this was a this was a great start. 
Um, I definitely get that malty sweetness. This was to me, mm-hmm. even on the nose, first thing was sweet. I smelled, yeah. I got sweet, which was really nice. Then we moved on to the timber, which is their sassafras, sassafras rested gin. So what did you get on the timber? So, you know, again, like usual, I don't have as much, I don't think I pick up as much as you do, <laughs> but like on the nose and taste for me, what really stood out, like the citrus, but it was like, I kept on like nosing and tasting lime. That's what really stood out for me. Um, I liked it. It was, it, the strength was a little bit much for me. So like after a couple of sips, I'm like, I'm done. But I mean, it's good. It just, it was, for me, probably it would be better in a drink than it would be to drink it, um, you know, by itself. But that was pretty much what I got. Okay. So when the nose I got, it, it just seemed very juniper forward. So when we look at a lot of these botanical style or American, new American style gins, it really was more juniper forward than I was expecting. After that, I got spearmint. You got lime. I got lemon. And I seem to pull out some thyme, and I also got ethanol. Now, this is a 91-proof gin. Yeah. And a lot of the times the gins we're working with, maybe 80, 82, 85. So this is a, a higher-proof gin. I really liked it. I got juniper on the, on the flavor. I got lemon. I got that citrus. Again, licorice showed up. It was earthy for me. And then I got root beer and a dry finish. And I just kept going back to this root beer. And you know, is, that, it, is that what you're saying? I've- yeah, because there was something else and it was driving me crazy and I couldn't figure out what it was. I think it was for that one. And at one point, I think I was going to put root beer and I'm like, no, am I like... I, I was I was second guessing myself. Okay, well, I think the root beer is what comes out of the sassafras. Now, this is uh, vapor infused. Um, it's also... Um, so, so it's handcrafted sassafras wood rested. Um, and then it's infused with juniper berries, elderflower, rose hips, hibiscus, cardamom, peppercorn, lemon, and orange peels. And then they do this reverse osmosis program. So they call this a contemporary style, balanced, bright, and crisp, earthy, herbal notes of citrus and spice, tingly, refreshing finish. And I think that tingly, refreshing finish is what you get from just it being such that high ethanol. But that's where the root beer plays in there. With the tingly, that's where I got that whole, I really just feel like the way you get those bubbles from a root beer and just that whole flavor. I really liked it. Um, I could see just doing with this with a little club soda, which would take down some of the, uh, the proof to it. But I could really sip this all day. I really just enjoyed that. It was so much different than like that new make or new American style gin, but I really enjoyed it. We're moving on. So that was the timber. We've done the lone vodka. Now we go to the Lobo, which is their handcrafted agave spirit. So tell me about your experience with that. So for me, on the nose, I kept on, like it just reminded me of a scotch. And I, I couldn't really put, like, what exactly it was, but I just, I kept on, like, it was just scotch. Like, okay. that's what just kept on coming to me every time I used it. And then on the taste, I just kept on getting, bra- like, brown sugar. Okay. That's what you got. That's yeah. what you got. That was your experience. That was it. So, with this agave spirit, which I really liked, it's nice to have uh, an agave spirit um, on the market. 
So I did get that tequila nose right away. I got lime. I got some smokiness. Um, I've got the, I got this oaky to it, a woody kind of a, an experience that um, that, that kind of came through, and that that was what also transferred into the into the the flavor of it. This oaky, woody lime on the no on the on the flavor. Uh, again, it really had this tequila experience. There was sweetness to it. There was spiciness to it. I almost got this jalapeno green pepper huh. feel to it. That's weird. And then it finished minty. So it really went a lot of different places. Well, that one did. Yeah, that one seemed to change a lot. I think that's what made it hard to really figure out what I was picking up on because every time I sipped it, it seemed like it changed. Yeah, you even said there's, there's <laughs> I mean, you didn't write a lot down, but no. you really contemplated that a lot. There's Alembic, it's Alembic pot distilled, and it's rested in French oak. So now it explains to me, I mean, I didn't look at the tasting notes before I tried it. I didn't want to know, but that's really where I think you get that, that smokiness to it. And maybe that's where you're getting that scotch experience. Maybe. So that, that, that kind of played for you that way. Now... The agave spirit, it's distilled in Maryland, an American original named Lobo, the Spanish translation for wolf, as a nod to the origin of the agave nectar, which is distilled. Lobo is handcrafted from 100% unrefined organic blue Weber agave nectar, and they, they say with a bouquet of maple and vanilla, and maybe that's where that brown sugar comes out for you, butterscotch on the nose. Mm-hmm. There's notes of vanilla, agave, so again... Agave and tequila, so that's where I got that honey caramel. And now again, I, I think this would, you know, just to me, all I want to do, I don't want to over cocktail this. Maybe just a little bit of a fresh lime to it, or or just some, just some maybe some mint to this. Yeah, because you don't want to lose all the different yeah characteristics. Of you it. really don't. But I could also see, you know, infusing this with jalapeno and making mm. it more spicy. So I can see doing some stuff, but this is so far three out of three. They really, they really hit it. I'm, I'm really glad we, 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 we got a chance. We haven't had this yet. I'm glad we had a chance to really try this. Now, I, I've been really looking forward to the Solera rye whiskey. So tell me what your experience was with that. Again, not much, but I, I was struggling with this for a while because there was such a familiar nose and taste for this. And it took a little bit, but then I finally got the cherry because I knew it was something like a drink for me. And for me, it wound up being like a cherry Dr. Pepper. And, and, and it was the same on the nose and, and the taste, you know, more on the nose. But I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Okay. So I've been really excited about trying this. And while we've been doing the podcast and going through our lineup here, the expressions, I've really enjoyed just nosing this. I could nose this all day. Mm-hmm. I got the first thing I got when we opened it. I poured it. I got this this musty attic cedar to this. I just taste this again, and now it's smoky. Now it it's was smoky. not smoky before. See, that's why we have wow. to just let it sit yeah. out and just play with it a little bit, right? So I got this. I just loved almost this like old musty, pleasant smell. You know, taking me back to some experience I had as a child. Locked I don't in know. The basement uh, or yeah, something. Maybe, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I got cherry. I got sherry. I got old. You know that that old barn nose to it. I got Twizzlers on the nose. That sweet Twizzler smell. 
Now, the first thing I got, it is a rye. So I did get rye on the nose, but this, this grassiness, almost in the, in the flavor, almost like when you, you pull this like long stem piece of grass and you chew on it. I got that from this. I got oaky. I got cedar again on the mouth. I wanted more spice. My feeling is if it's going to be a rye, I was hoping for more peppery, more spice to it. I did get that cherry. I got smoky as it kept going. I got plum, nectarine, nectarine, and then licorice. And it, and it dried out with licorice. And I really enjoyed it. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. That. Yeah. That Dr. Peppery, Coca-Cola <laughs> smokiness, now as we go back to it, it's really there. So what do they talk about with the rye whiskey? Um, it's 60% rye and 40% malted barley. I think the malted barley really tones down, you know, even with a Merlin-style rye, that's not what they're going for. This is almost like a cross between, you know, that, that scotch that you talk about and that Merlin-style or Merlin rye. And you mix the two together. It's very smooth. It's and you know just it's it's a so the, so the triple cask Solera method. So they begin with a new charred North American oak barrel, and then they go to a port wine cask, which is probably why we're getting that cherry note and that 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 cola note that we found, and then they finish it in Appalachian white oak vats. They 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 talk a rich nose, complex body. The signature peppery spice of the rye grain lingers, yet is balanced with the softer sweet finish from the malted barley. So I didn't read this, but that's what they're saying, and that's what we got. Notes of cherry mingle with hits of leather, where cinnamon and vanilla are equalized by the undertone of smoky oak. Superb alone, savor in a cocktail. I'm thinking if I do this as in a cocktail, I'm just doing a simple, old-fashioned, I don't want too much coming in here that's going to take away from just the pleasantness of what this is. To me, this is a sipper all day. If you want... You don't need anything for this. You don't. You you really don't. Now, it's 93 proof, and it doesn't drink like 93 proof. I mean, the gin actually (laughs) felt stronger, more in strength than this did. It really did. Yeah. I would buy a lot of this. To me, I don't remember what we paid for it, but it was certainly, to me, this is certainly worth uh, that. And this was in a 375 milliliter bottle. And again, we'll try to post this on the website when we post the, um, when we post the podcast. Uh, again, this is non-chilled filtered too. Um, just wonderful. I, I'm, I'm so excited. I think, I think Grey Wolf really hit it out of the park. These are four wonderful expressions. Um, love to have them as guests on the podcast. Um, speaking of whiskey, we've got the American Whiskey Convention coming up. We do. September, we do. right? September 10th. That's a Friday night. Um, that's at the Seaport Museum in Philadelphia. And I am so excited. Um, Laura Fields continues to put out um, lots of stuff on this every single day. People that will be speaking, all the great distilleries that will be represented, if there's still tickets available. I know as of today, there were 10 VIP tickets available. and um, But you need to make this, if you're in Maryland, which obviously on the eastern shore where Gray Wolf is, uh, if you're in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, even from out of state, there's some distilleries coming from Tennessee and yeah. um, Ohio, Indiana, all over the country will be represented. This is great. This is always a, yeah, a great event. And we'll be doing a podcast. We'll be podcast interviewing and 
Who knows what other shenanigans we'll get into. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the conversations and meeting all the people that are going to be coming out for the convention. Yeah. It's, it's been, it was delayed, but now we get to enjoy it. So as of today, we're just about a month away. So I'm getting even more excited as the day goes by. Me too. Hopefully nothing will change, so we're good to go. We're good to go. Now, it's hot today. It's been hot. It is, and I think the rain finally died down. The rain died. I, I could still hear some thunder while we were podcasting, at least earlier there. I love, I love this kind of weather. As a kid, this brings me back to being a kid. Yeah, it's very peaceful. Although, as a kid, I didn't do any kind of spirits tasting. Hopefully not, unless you were <laughs> under the table sneaking stuff. That did happen, I have to be honest. If mom's listening to the podcast again, <laughs> I'm, I'm admitting to that now. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I just love this. I, I love when it's hot and humid, and then you can anticipate that energy from the lightning and all the thunder and the wind. I just love that. And there was a lot of energy because we were sitting out there. Yeah, we were sitting out there for a while. Well, this is a date. I know we, we, we did dinner. This is our little date night chronicle. Hopefully people are enjoying it. And who knows when the next one's going to be. We've got some uh, podcasts. That we've been talking to some people. We look forward to um, meeting with people that are doing some mead. We just released the uh, Northwestern, Northwest Cider Association um, out in uh, Oregon is where they are. But they cover Idaho and Montana. That was a great interview with Emily Ritchie, which uh, which was the previous episode to this. So if you uh, are a big fan of cider, check that out and check the club out because for as little as $120 to $150, you're getting some amazing cider shipped to your door quarterly. So this is definitely worth uh, – you know, and they bill quarterly, so it's not like – that for the year, but it was really good. And I look forward to uh, maybe doing some cider, cider tasting, cider tastings and cider dinners here at the house. Sounds good. Well, anything else we should add for date night, our date night chronicle, Dawn? No, I think, I think we covered everything. I don't think we have anything else really coming up that... Well, you want to send people off with some of your more sultry voice? (laughs) (laughs) Well... See, now he shut me up. Now I shut you (laughs) up. Well, thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to our next Date Night Chronicle. Cheers! Cheers. Brewskits! Beer, grain, dog, bones, brewskits! Your dog will go wild! Brewskits! Beer, grain, dog, bones, a healthy alternative for your pup! Brewskits are all natural and made in the USA. Visit brewskit.com. That's B-R-E-W-S-C-U-I-T dot com.